Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now, here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thank you so much again for joining me this week. So my motivational quote that I really wanted to start with is by Quentin Registine, and it says this, the patient should be made to understand that he or she must take charge of his own life. Don't take your body to the doctor as if he were a repair shop. Do you feel like you're constantly running on empty or just not firing on all pistons? Let's discover the word healthy together and make your body skip the repair shop and be beach ready for the summer. I'm really excited to introduce my guest um, on the show today, Sheila Peeler, and in her work as a certified health coach and owner of Vision Nutrition Institute, Sheila Knows Healthing. So we're going to uncover how small changes in diet and exercise will create huge long-term healthy benefits and just maybe change your perception of how healthy and happy you can be using simple strategies to become the new, improved, sexy version of you. Are you ready to get your sexy on? So welcome, Sheila. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Connie. I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to be here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited because, you know, on the show we do talk a lot about health and exercise, and I just think it's such an important topic, you know, whether you're young or, or middle-aged or whatever, or older, retired, a, a body really does need to stay in motion, and we really do need to be aware of what we're putting in our mouth. So I try to have different people on who address that topic because I think different things work for different people, you know, based on lifestyle, et cetera. So when I met you several weeks ago, um, I was very intrigued that you, when we introduced ourselves, that you said you were a health coach. So why don't we start with that and just define for everybody what, what does health coach mean, what do you do, and um, how do you typically partner with your client? So let's start with that. Okay. So that's a good question because it. I get that a lot when you say I'm a health coach. People don't really know what that means. But a coach is somebody, a health coach is somebody that partners with their clients or a group of people in order to support them to reach the op, their optimal um, levels of wellness. And that looks different for everybody. Um, there's different ways that I work with people. Um, I have partnered with some doctors um, who have patients that, benefit from changing lifestyle versus just taking medications. Generally, the doctors I work with are integrative or functional medicine doctors that believe that lifestyle um, and nutrition and supplements um, affect their health and can heal their body versus just covering up symptoms. So when I work with a doctor, he might... Sheila, let me me just stop you there. I I apologize. And for those listening... I don't know that I could definitively tell you what an integrated or functional doctor mm-hmm. means. Can you just uh, – yes. I think you answered that, but just let's be sure um, before we move on that we define some of this terminology. Go ahead. Yes. Okay, so a functional medicine doctor or an integrative doctor are doctors that utilize Western and Eastern type philosophies in approach to healing your body. So basically when you're dealing with chronic illnesses or chronic diseases um, such as diabetes or digestive issues or um, autoimmune um, diseases, these are issues that can be greatly helped um, with lifestyle adjustments, um, Mm -hmm. dietary changes, supplementation, implementation, uh, meditation, um, uh, falls under lifestyle. But those type of doctors will utilize those avenues to help heal the patient versus just using conventional medicine. Where in acute cases, acute issues, they generally will use Western medicine. Um, So by working with doctors that believe in lifestyle affecting their health, um, their patient's health, I can step in and they can give the patient um, direction as to what they want them to do, but it's easy to be told what to do. Like we all kind of know what to do, like eat healthy, exercise, sleep better, and it's just 
well, how do you do that? So you, usually people leave an office or leave reading an article or something and say, well, I don't know how. That's where a health coach comes in. So what I do is I meet with them usually once every other week for a period of about six months. So that's about 12 visits. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes um, clients or patients prefer to meet weekly just because they want to check in and they want that extra support. And sure. usually what we do is we go over what their goals are, um, what their health history is. Um, sometimes their goals are to just, I have clients not related to the doctors that just want to release fat and they want to um, be healthier. They want to feel better. They want more energy. Um, they just don't know how. So what we do is we set up very small um, changes that are they can achieve over the course of a week or two. And by doing that, Connie, we focus on the process versus the end result. And that's sure. where we change habits and mindsets. And slowly but surely, then the changes become sustainable. And it's not just a quick fix. So just for example, something as simple as drinking water. Um, mm-hmm. People don't really think that that really has such a huge effect. They know they're supposed to drink water, but a lot of times that goes on the wayside and they kind of do it when they think about it or when they're thirsty. But when, we, when I share with them some information about what water actually does for you and how what are the side effects of dehydration and how actually drinking water can help you release fat um, and have more energy and get rid of chronic headaches and sleep better, they, and then I challenge them to, to I give them usually a goal of say 80 to 100 ounces a day, depending on their weight. Mm-hmm. And we set up a strategy to make that happen, like whether taking the water out in the beginning of the day, putting it in a pitcher, make it look pretty, squeeze lemon in it, put it, use essential oils in it, um, put it in containers or just take the bottles out. And then we set up like a time frame, this amount of water before noon or have a glass of ice water with lemon in it before you drink your first cup of coffee. So it's, a, it's an easy challenge, and then they can accomplish it. And then with every time they accomplish something like that for a week or two and they start to really feel and see the benefits, it encourages them to keep going. Sure. And then those, those things, like drinking the water, have now become an established habit, and they continue to do it. And then we can add on bigger things. So yes, it's not successes by getting the little successes, you get the momentum building up and then they want more and more and more. I, I just mm-hmm. have to share with buddy. I, as you were saying that about the water, whatever that trigger is to get you to remember to drink your water. I was uh-huh. training a class one day with a bunch of uh, lenders at one of my clients and this gentleman, young guy, very fit, you know, walks in and he had a gallon of water. So I looked at him and I go, dude, what's with the gallon of water? <laughs> and he said, it's my reminder. He said, I drink constantly. So he says, I might have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, well, that's fine. And he said, Connie, I just, this is my reminder that by the end of the day, I have to be just about done with the gallon of water. So I said, wow. what?" <laughs> right. I, I said, wow, but that's wonderful. I drink a lot of water. So I get what he was saying. And I said, I don't know that I would want a lug <laughs> well, of water. Whatever works for you. So that's yeah, kind of the thing, right. too. And that's the approach that I take as my training for um, as a health coach um, yeah. is that my approach is that it's not a one-size-fits-all. So what right. works for him, taking a gallon of water, that works for that man. That might not work for you, but maybe maybe creating, if you work from home a lot, I like to do a pitcher of ice water and I, sure. put, you know, make it look pretty and I do lemon, fresh lemon and cucumbers or Sure. Um, lime in it, and then I have it on my counter, and I I keep pouring it because I know by the end of the day that's my my goal to finish that amount of water. Sure, sure. And I do. I think people uh, recently I read an article on um, online. You know, you know, you always get these articles sent to you, and mm-hmm. it was how how people learn. And eighty five percent they did some kind of survey, and eighty five percent of the people who responded said that they learn via visual cues or visual learning. So you know his gallon, you know, you're a pretty pitcher, but the thought is, oh, let me fill up my glass again. Oh, let me fill up my glass again. So you're constantly um, drinking. You know, it sounds, it sounds simple. I, trust me. It is simple, it is simple, but you know, it's funny because we don't think about it. And then when we do it, we're like, 
where, and I tell you, just drinking water, Connie, has changed people's lives. Like I tell yeah. people, like this, just doing this can change your life. You know, it's funny. I went, I, I try to go for a massage, you know, every two months. You know, who, who's got the time and whatever. We really should sit, I really sit that in more. But I try to go, like, every two months. And this one young lady, I try to go to her at a local place. I just, I like her vibe and everything. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like I've relaxed very well under, under her massage. But she was massaging me one day, and she went over. And I said, oh, my God, why did you go over? It's going to put you behind. I think I would happen to be the last client. Uh-huh. And I'm like, don't you want to get out of here tonight? She says, I can massage you all day. I said, really? She said, your skin is like, I'm, I'm just, it's so soft and moist. And I go, really? She goes, I know you drink a lot of water. I'm like, really? She says, Connie, it is so easy to massage someone who's hydrated versus someone who's not hydrated. She said, and I don't like to do like an hour and a half, two hour massages. She goes, I could do you two hours easily because your skin is just so soft. So, the hydrate not only do you feel it but people can really see if you're hydrated or not right it's yeah visible. absolutely yeah. it's visible mm-hmm 100 percent. So, so that's just one way um that i work as so to make it very simple a health coach is um somebody that you partner with that will help you encourage you and support you in reaching your optimal levels of health and wellness and, and whatever, and, and reaching your health and wellness goals, whatever they are, whether that's getting through, you know, healing your body from a sickness or a disease, or at least um, eliminating symptoms, um, or, you know, releasing 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 pounds, whatever it is, your mm-hmm. weight loss goals, um, to just learning how to balance your life. Um, because from a holistic health coach point of view, I don't usually... I know what the word, I don't usually say holistic health coach because sometimes people think that's kind of like holistic has this spiritual tone to it, but spirituality has something to do with it. So looking at all the areas in your life from your physical fitness to your nutrition, to your spirituality, to your satisfaction in your career, to your relationships and your spirituality, those all encompass what equal good health. So sometimes it's not just always I work with mostly that's kind of my focus because it's my passion is the nutritional part of it and the eating. Mm -hmm. But I encompass Mm -hmm. all of those factors into overall health and wellness and help support people, you know, if there's something lacking in those areas, I try to support them in those areas. And usually we find that sometimes with emotional eating, um, the emotional eating kind of gets into check when we kind of balance out the other things. Yeah, and and the thing that you said, several things for a health coach, and I I will bring them just so the listeners kind of get the the real benefit here. Um, Yes, you can go to a nutritionist. Yes, you can go to the doctor for medicine and all those things. I think what I'm hearing, and confirm if I'm right, the health coach, what, what you do is you kind of zoom out, look at the big picture, look at the person as a whole, and then say, okay, what is the chronic, what, what are you here for, let's see your lifestyle, and then when I zoom out and I look at the whole package, you're able to go in and say, let's attack it from here, let's tweak this, let's do that, and that's how you make the life change. The other thing that I heard you say, and I'm all about this, is it's one thing to read an article on you need to do this, Mm-hmm. We're very good at telling people what they need to do, but no one stops to say, okay, so clearly you know what you need to do, that's half the battle. Now mm-hmm. let's break it down on how to achieve whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. So not only do you look at the whole big picture and zoom out and all of that and come up with a strategy, but mm-hmm. then you teach the how to execute. Did, did I yes. get that right? Yes, okay. you did. You, um, that's exactly what I said, um, especially with like people do say, well, should I see a nutritionist or a dietitian? And I just want to um, explain as well that one of the things that I do is I partner with professionals in those areas or I should say authorities. So I, like I said, working with doctors, it might go the way where I'm working with a client. I always suggest getting full blood work panels done to see where numbers are. And I do, like I say, have a referral doctor that I work with that, you know, um, I refer people to, or if they're working with their own doctor, I'm happy to look at their numbers through that. So I do direct people where needed. I don't 
uh, health coach doesn't necessarily have all the answers if somebody is sick or there's other things involved. But just exactly what you said is that we, and I, well, I help with strategies that are um, will sustain the changes that you need to make and just partner with you. Sometimes people just need to know that they have somebody on their side and that they're supported and that they're encouraged, and that's sure. all it takes. Um, sure. And like I said, everybody's yeah. situation is um, different. But if you, if you are looking for, um, like going to see a nutritionist, you will be told, say, what to eat um, and maybe given a specific diet, um, which can be followed. And, and people get results from that initially, sure. but it's the sustainable changes that we're looking for that really occur when you make habit changes and mind shifts. And a lot of times that's our beliefs about food, um, our beliefs about our bodies, and um, that's how I, my approach is. So yeah, I, 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 I do approach weight loss like that too. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I, I think that most of what goes on in our body really does start in our mind. That, that whole psychology, you, you, you said stress eating. Some people, when they're stressed, lose a tremendous amount of weight because they don't eat. So everybody, everybody has a little bit different trigger. And I think, that, I think that your approach, that ability to really look out and try to attack or come up with a strategy from the lifestyle changes, I think that's more um, uh, impactful for, mm-hmm. for people to, to function. Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, if you will, please share uh, some of the, you said some of the common objectives that people come to you, you know, losing weight, more energy, et cetera. Mm-hmm. What do you find in our society today are typical causes of these issues uh, based on the various clients that you have? So let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, okay. we'll kind of hit that topic, okay? Great. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman, contain that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back with uh, health coach Sheila Peeler, and we are talking about, we talked about what a health coach is, and now I want to transition over to talk about what are some of the causes that you find typical for the um, diseases or issues that people are facing. And I I do think that our lifestyle, um, you know, fast food, rushing, um, you know, that we're just, we're pulled in a million directions. Um, You know, I have a lot of working people that listen to the show and, you know, you're used to function at work and you have to come home and you have to function at home and do laundry and cook dinner and then do the dishes and give the kids bath and um, it's exhausting. So what, what do you typically find when people come to you that are always like, hmm, there it is again, hmm, there uh-huh. it is again. Uh-huh. So that's a great, great question um, because there are a lot of reoccurring reasons. So generally um, what I find is, like you just said, rushed. Okay, so we have a rushed women's syndrome. There's a rushed men's syndrome too, but I'm just going to focus on women for a second. And the rushed women's syndrome is the constant, like, state of emergency that we find ourselves in from the minute that we hit the floor. So it's like you get up and it's like, you know, before you even have, you know, you get to have your first glass of ice water with your lemon in it, you threw a load of laundry in, you change the dishes, you, um, you know, wipe down the sink, and then you have your to-do list, and then you've... So, yeah, we're constantly moving. And then, of course, because of social media and um, emailing and... 
there's a lot of pressure, especially if you have your own business and you're just constantly going and then you have the stresses of families, um, taking care of kids, running errands. So I get a most of the time is like I don't have time to mm. prepare my food. So that is a big area that I work on, number one, and again, this is a, not a one-size-fits-all. So depending sure. on the lifestyle of the, the client that I'm working with, I sometimes recommend there's certain um, services that provide amazing, high-quality food. One of my biggest things is the quality of your food matters. Um, mm. So I always I do educate um, people in that area. That is another reason, too, um, actually, when they educate them about, you know, quality, whether it's what should get, I should get organic, um, toxins in my house, toxins in my food, toxins in my cleaning products, um, pastured versus um, organic chicken, um, grass-fed versus organic meats, things like that. So we, we go over all of that. Then it's like, okay, well, how do I, how do I, eat this food, prepare this food when I literally have zero time now. So yeah. I, there's a lot of different strategies, um, whether it's shopping online. Um, you know, there's some great resources that I share with my people um, about where to get their food, um, organic, non-toxic, non-GMO food at a much more cool. reasonable price, um, and also how to prep easily so that the food's accessible. Because here's the guarantee, you're going to get hungry, and you're going to want to eat. So if you have the right <laughs> foods available, then you are going to be successful. But if you don't have anything in your fridge, that's when we call for takeout. That's when we stop. We don't have the problem. There's an overabundance of food, and we're undernourished. Like that's what I say about our kids today. We're, they're mm. overfed and undernourished. Mm. So that's why we have a lot of weight issues um, because there's no shortage of food. I mean, it's just we're shoving chemical food-like substances with hyperpalatable taste to them, and we become addicted to the wrong food. So those are just a couple of the problems breaking it down. So the causes for people having weight issues, the causes for people having fog, you know, not clearly thinking for having sleep issues. Um, number one is our schedules and not knowing how to stop and breathe and mm. to take breaks and to do things for yourself for pure pleasure um, mm. because that's important for your health. So that's a reason why people are suffering with um, health issues. Um, lack of planning or not knowing how to plan or shop or prepare your food. And like I said, if you really don't have time for that, there's tons of resources to actually that somebody will prepare it for you and you can pick it up or they can deliver it. And believe it or not, Connie, I show people how to do this very affordably. People think that they don't. That's another objection I get, that they don't have money for sure. organic. But believe me, usually it's a decision, and I can absolutely show avenues of ways of, of saving money. And when I also, when you start to really grasp that this is your body that we're putting this stuff into, you want the highest quality and you want the best. So... Sometimes that means manipulating a little bit. Um, so I'd say rushed women's syndrome and also people just not knowing. They're, it's very hard to navigate in um, a food store. And what we think is healthy um, is not. And that's another thing that I've learned over the years when clients still say to me, um, I eat pretty healthy. I get, I get that, like, all the time. Like, it's 100% of the time, generally. <laughs> There's some yeah. times where people say I eat like shit. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> I think <laughs> but you could say that. I don't know. It's rare, it's rare, but most people say, I actually really eat healthy. healthy. And I love yeah. this. Then I ask the question, what does that mean to you? Mm. And we are, this is where the food beliefs come in. So this is where the misinformation that's been um, fed to us through um, commercials, through advertisements, and through mass marketing that we've been lied to about what healthy is in, the, um, to, in order to make a lot of money. So it's, a, it's driven by money, uh, the sugar industry, and, and it's not stopping anytime soon. So we have to arm ourselves with information on how to read labels. Sure. So people go, oh, well, you know, we, as you probably, we, we've all been through that, the whole fat makes you fat. 
So right. debunking certain myths is something else that I find is really important in people's success. So a lot of times it's like I have fat-free yogurt, you know, and it's the yogurt that has like 90 different ingredients in it. Um, That's chemicals. There are chemicals, but because people focus on labels, they get tricked by the marketing. They think that that's healthy. Or when something says good for your heart or lowers cholesterol, you got to remember just one thing, takeaway, is that they can say whatever they want on the label. And so if they make it look pretty, it really looks healthy, please read the ingredients. And if you see ingredients like sugar as the first thing or partially hydrogenated trans fats or fats or high fructose corn syrup, those are things that we shouldn't be eating. But um, it's about, again, so those are, I would say, you know, the big, I know I kind of went off on some tangents, but bottom line is causes um, of bad health and weight issues um, are lack of planning, lack of time, rushed women's syndrome, um, being misguided or or having um, false beliefs about the kinds of foods that we're eating or that we think we're supposed to eat. Yeah, a question for you. I have a question for you. Now, mm-hmm. the, um, I don't remember one of the TV shows, like a Dateline or, or whatever, but they, they said that they went and looked at all of the fast food, you know, McDonald's and, and all of that. Not that, that I would ever consider them some, you know, quote-unquote healthy. Even their salads probably have chemicals <laughs> in it. But aside from that, I mean, I don't know that, so I shouldn't yeah. that healthy for McDonald's, right? But here's the thing. <laughs> they said that the food industry has become so good at even the healthy, like you're saying, but it's uh-huh. really pop- probably not so healthy, is that they put these ingredients in that make us addicted, and then it becomes very hard to give up those foods because they do taste so yummy. Even we think they're healthy, but perhaps they're not. But there's these. It, 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 it was like an addictive mm-hmm. ingredient that they that they put in. Do you find yeah, that? Absolutely. Be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. that's right. really true. Actually, it's very sad but true. Um, so we're given food-like substances that um, are hyper palatable. So they're foods that like we should actually are we weren't created to eat. Um, is that and what then hyper, when we, what does hyper palatable? Hyper palatable means that they have this like over sweet taste. Like sweet really should be like an apple or fruit, oh. right? Or a sweet potato. But sweet to us has become like, you know, thin mint cookies from Girl yeah. Scouts or, cream or Oreos <laughs> or like something that's not, that is really get, It's not a real flavor sweet. It's, um, extra sugar and or salt so like Mm -hmm. do you ever notice with like doritos like you can't just eat one of them you eat the whole bag because Mm -hmm. of the um there's hidden msg and a lot of things it doesn't fall under it doesn't say msg on it it'll say um artificial or or natural flavors or something it's hidden in words so Mm -hmm. i try to direct people depending again like what is their issues? Are they addicted to Doritos? Are they eating um, a lot of fast food? And then I would direct them to the resources that really um, expose what is actually in it because there's lots of great people doing some amazing work out there in the field yeah. of nutrition and exposing companies to the, you know, the horrible ingredients that they're killing our children with and, our, and we're hurting ourselves with. So I, I usually will direct, you know, a client or, or a group of people to what to look for. It's funny, and then I, I just try to help them just eat regular real food, like what is real food? What is real food? We have to almost reteach ourselves what is real food. I had a young lady on who um, specializes in, like, leaky gut and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. had her a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, when does when does the breakdown of the stomach begin? And I was shocked mm-hmm. when she said mm-hmm. at birth when we start yes. to give the um, formula and versus the breastfeeding. Now, I, 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 C-sections actually I, contribute with the microbiome as well, believe it or not. And I did have one C-section, but there, the really? influx of C-sections um, for, of course, thank God for C-sections because they've yes. saved many lives. They've still, sure. I don't even know, countless. So I am a believer if somebody needs a C-section, I'm not suggesting you don't get one. Um, 
but what we're, Dr. Wiles actually um, said this in, in a talk that I recently went to for, that he gave, and one of the breakdowns of the, the gut biome is the C-sections because, believe it or not, it's created like during childbirth. It's, it's, it's crazy how the body works. Really? And I would add that to my cause of health problems and weight gain. Just we didn't touch on it, but um, having a, a leaky gut or a um, disturbed digestive system um, is definitely something we approach from the get-go because that's yeah, usually the biggest reason. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was shocked when, um, you know, she said it started at birth. Now, I, you know, I'll, I'll share personally. I wanted to breastfeed, and I had one of the nurses, the lactate nurses. Is that what they're called? Lacticians? Lacticians, I believe? Yeah. Anyway, she was trying to help me, and I couldn't, I couldn't get breast milk literally out of one of my breasts no matter what we did and it was so frustrating and then he, my son my my first my older son just wasn't getting enough nutrition and yeah. so we had to we had to go over and um you know do the formula so i know yeah. people are saying well i didn't have a choice well, of course you have to feed your child it just threw me when she said that even formulas start to break down the, the stomach lining, I was shocked. And, you know, then you feel guilty. I, I can't feel guilty. Don't I feel guilty. I I, and I was just going to say no out. guilt. Mm-hmm. No guilt because, you know, you do what you do with the information you have. And, yes. you know, it's uh, you do the best. I want to stop again for a brief message, and I want to just share with everyone if you guys feel like you're going to the repair shop, like my beginning quote, a.k.a. the doctor's office too many times lately, hopefully you're not. But if, if you think, oh, I am going to the I have allergies, I have all of these things, um, Sheila is available not only for in-person visits or consults, but she can also do a telephone and Skyping, thank God for technology, <laughs> and to help you clear out those limiting health beliefs and help you increase your energy and then find your path, your path to that great sustainable health that we're talking about. So healthy means, and, and you said this beautifully so far, uh, Sheila, healthy means so many different things for each of us. So mm-hmm. I love that you can kind of customize and help people determine what that means to them or what their health desires are. And, again, I start with my beginning quote, you know, let's help them be their sexy, vibrant, their best. Yes. So two things they have to do. Please send me, the host, your stories because um, if you have stories that you went on a road of good health, how did you? What, where did you come from? What was the, the, the catalyst to make you approach change? And then what was that change? Share those stories because everybody can benefit from that knowledge. So send them to me, and I'll give you my email. is Connie at WhitmanAssoce.com, and I'm going to spell it, of course, C-O-N-N-I-E at... Whitman Associates, W-H-I-T-M-A-N-A-S-S-O-C.com. Or, of course, you could go to my website, uh, www.WhitmanAssoc.com. Again, W-H-I-T-M-A-N-A-S-S-O-C.com. And all of my links are there. And you can also have a personal conversation with me at 732-888-1420. If you would like to reach uh, Sheila, and I promise I'll give all of Sheila's contact information again, um, but you can email Sheila. Actually, I'm going to ask you. I'm looking through my – oh, Sheila at VNINJ.com. Let me spell it. So Sheila is S-H-E-I-L-A at – and then V like Victor, N like Nancy, I like Indigo, N like Nancy, and J like Justin.com. Um, and that the V-N-I-N-J is Vision Nutrition Institute, and I would assume New Jersey NJ. Yes, yes. Um, I'm, see, I'm pretty smart. So <laughs> if you, if you, if you want to share stories, please, please, um, I really will share them with everybody because I do think that's how we learn. We really are in this together. And then the other thing is um, reach out to Sheila. I think she can drill down and help you um, create the change or sustain the change you're looking so okay let's go back now and I want to start talking about how do you we kind of talked about how you get people to stick to the plan Mm -hmm. Um, you you said those little um, workable objectives now you I don't know if you mentioned but do you start with a questionnaire to get people 
sinking, so yes. you have a start or a jump off place? Yeah, actually, Connie, on my website, I do have a general health history um, that gives me some information um, about, you know, what your habits are now, what your habits were growing up, um, just some general, oh. of course, um, health information of anything you're dealing with health-wise now. And um, what are your goals and what are you most concerned about in your health? Um, and uh, that's it. So I get that information and then basically when I go over a consult, sometimes I fill that out while I'm doing a consultation. Sometimes people will fill it out online and then I have it already prepared with my further questions to dig deeper. Um, and then from there, you know, what I basically, if I, if I for some reason don't think that I can help that person, then I would direct them or give them the resources to where to go. Um, sure. It doesn't really happen often. I generally can help in some way with um, partnering with them to at least reach some or all of their, their health and wellness goals. I mean, sure. my, my belief, too, is, you know, seeking health first and everything else follows. Sure. So a lot of times women especially are very – and believe me, I'm there. We're going to be doing some, you know, Stay tuned, definitely some uh, six weeks, get your body ready for summer programs um, that I lead. And I love doing that because we all sometimes need that jump start and we need, and that creates um, the habits starting, you know, we jump start and then we go into slowly bringing in the right foods. But I believe that that is all attain good health, um, healthy weight, fit, strong bodies are attained with delicious food, um, real food. Um, desirable relationships and playful movement. And so it's not like a deprivation type. A lot of times people think like, oh, I'm not ready for a diet. So I kind of just so you know, my approach usually is different and definitely much more fun and doesn't feel so painful and, you know, like a deprivation or a sacrifice. Well, isn't it true that when you use the word diet, it, you know, I have to go on a diet. Everybody's always said, I have to lose 10 pounds. I have to go on a diet. Yeah. Everybody's going, yeah, I do, I do, I do, right? So yeah. especially now that the summer's coming, we had a little yeah. taste, I don't know, across the, the country, but in New Jersey, we <laughs> hit like 50 degrees yesterday, and we did a very big happy dance with all of the ice <laughs> and snow. So 50 degrees now, everybody, that's why I thought our conversation was also timely, because as spring comes, you start thinking, oh, crap, got to put on the bathing suit, right? Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that always our our uh, our catalyst to say, ooh, got to do something. But here's the reality: diet, going on a diet, is not is not the answer. Changing, yes. and we all know this, right? Everybody's going, yeah, yeah, I know. Change my lifestyle and all of that. But I love. <laughs> we all know it, right? We all know. I this. know. I know. The thing is, how to do it is so critical. So I have another question for you: the questionnaire. Okay, so everybody can go online, fill out that questionnaire, and you respond to, if they fill it in and submit it to you, you get it in your inbox, so to speak, and then yeah. you reach out to them, okay, to discuss. All right, so they send this questionnaire in. Now, I know, based on just what you've said, I think, and I, I'm not looking at the questionnaire right now, but if I were looking at the questionnaire, mm -hmm. how I think to answer the questions might actually not be correct Right, because again, what you know, um, you know, what what is your eating habit? Oh, I eat healthy. You know, yes. I eat protein bars and I do this. When yes. really, that's probably not healthy, right? Because it's all processed, yes. et cetera. So, yes. the questionnaire again is just a start point for you, and then I right. think you define because, and this is the other thing. I bet people are saying, oh, I've got a pretty good grasp on healthy eating, and oh, I, I make good choices, and. You know, I don't need a bag of Doritos, and you know, I, I do. I eat pretty. I'm, I'm sure they're all thinking this. Okay? Yeah, so, that's what a lot of. But yeah. mentally, but mentally, are they stress eaters? Are they starving themselves when they're stressed? Right. So I, you you bait use the questionnaire and then drill from there. I would. Yes. Think. Yes. Definitely. I mean, I I see exactly what you're saying. A lot of people will write things down, like I eat generally healthy, or the the things that they're writing down, they are eating, they really have beliefs about. Yeah. Um, that they're tied to emotionally. And that's why it's a process. It's not like a, it's not, I believe me, it's very difficult. My biggest problem is when I do a consultation, I try to hold back because I'm not, I might, the, the intention isn't to overload them with information and they get so overwhelmed that they sure. explode. So it's more about just 
the consultation is really about gathering information and finding Absolutely. out what their habits are, what are their mindsets, what did they learn from their past growing up, what was their, you know, because that's a big influence on how you were brought up and your parents' beliefs on food and how you ate as a kid. So all these things come into play with um, how fast or slow we can kind of approach different um, changes, and, sure. and that's what makes it unique. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that, that you say that. Now, my mom and dad, my mom grew up here in this country during the Depression. She, she literally was born in 1929. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine um, there was no food, okay? You know, yeah. my, my grandfather was a laborer, and, and, you know, jobs were hard to find and all of that. So my mom knows hunger, okay? And my dad grew up mm-hmm. in Italy. Um, he's a, like a year and a half younger than my mom, so he was born in, in 1930, I think. But, again, he was brought up in Italy during the war and, mm-hmm. you know, used to say, tell us that, you know, if you had a potato for dinner and it wasn't a fresh, yummy potato, something that could have been a little <laughs> rotten, you know, that was his meal. So, again, that was their reality. So us growing up, I mean, thank God, we, we weren't rich by any stretch of the imagination, but my dad was an awesome provider. My mom was an awesome cook. So we always had beautiful meals, you know, beans uh-huh. and macaroni, what people today would consider, you know, refugee, quote, unquote, and I use that word very loosely. Um, but it's it's not steaks and, and stuff like that. That's You know, we didn't have steaks growing up. But the right. point is, my mom would say to us, you have to eat everything on your yeah. plate. There's people starving in, and I remember this, Bangladesh. No idea where Bangladesh was, <laughs> but I knew that people were starving in Bangladesh, okay? Yeah. So that thought, you have to eat everything on your plate, you know, I now realize I don't do that to my kids. And I almost say, yeah. slow down. If you feel full, it's okay not to eat everything on your plate. That took a really well, that's, long time. Well, that's hard for you. That's congratulations on that because that's very difficult to change that mindset. And I understand why you're, and you do too, why your mom had Absolutely. that belief and she didn't want to see any food go to waste. And, you know, I, I understand, but, but to listen, to teach your kids to listen to their cues and their body. And this is what's interesting too. A lot of kids don't, and if you think about it, even young, mostly young kids, they don't have any like preconception of like, um, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want to gain weight. They literally go by how their body feels. They, if they're hungry mm. or they're full. Um, so we, instead of we've, we can, we reprogram them at a, we, or program them, whatever you want to call it, at a very early age sometimes mm. by saying, finish your plate. Eat, that we're teaching them, eat even though you're full. Yes. Eat even though you're th- – these are beliefs that you bring into your adulthood and you go – and you subconsciously, you eat past your full. You don't listen to your cues. You're, you're taught not to listen to your body. So mm. we – that carries over. So that's important to recognize sometimes and uh, to deal with, again, not to be overwhelmed by it. Everything's a process. It's just looking at things, breaking it down. And before you know it, like you are broke that habit of telling your kids, finish your plate, finish your plate, even though that's what you were yeah. brought up with. Sure. And it's funny because, you, you know, I think I mentioned that I'm writing a book and the, mm-hmm. the intro is all about because um, I'm all about change. I, I just believe any aspect of your life that you want it to get better, okay, that's usually what we're saying. I wish I slept better. I wish I could yeah. lose weight. I wish I had a better career. So yeah. it's always I'm wishing for. So well, how do you make that wish happen? And it's all about change. So And, yes, I agree with you. You can't go from zero to 60 with new habits and try 10 different things at once, you're going to fail. Humans, we, mm-hmm. it takes us 30 days on average, depending on the difficulty of the task or the goal that we're setting, but 30 days to change one little thing and yeah. then 30 days. But think about if you, if you embark on that 30 day, 30 day, 30 day, at the end of 12 months, and I, I said this, I think, last week yeah. on the show, the time is going to pass. 12 months is going to go by, right? It's going to so, go by whether you're, you're making positive change, changes or not. Right. That's so, right. like, a lot of people say, I'm too old, like, even writing a book. I'm too old to write a yeah. book, right? I don't – it's going to take me too long. But if you just focus on doing it a couple hours a week, just like exercising yep. or moving your body, yep. just small little changes on the, on the process, just 
just showing up. Like, here's what you have to do. You don't have to lose 20 pounds. You don't have to lose 50 pounds. You don't have to um, become an Olympic athlete. What you have to do is just create some goals, um, make a plan, and then show up. And then yeah. believe, and then things happen. So um, that's what it's about. Like, okay, I'm going to go walking three times a week around the block four times. And, and that the may other sound thing, like do really you find? Do you find that? I just I wanted to stop mm-hmm. there because you said you know like I'm going to walk three times a week. Okay. Yep. Again, the intent is there. The execution. Do you find? Do you tell people look at your schedule? What mm-hmm. three days can you can you do it in the a.m. one day or two of the days on the weekend is one at night because you're going to get home from work at a reasonable hour. Do you yes. make them fit it into their calendar? Yes. Yeah, that's really important to put it in your calendar. That's, yeah. you, we may, we definitely put it in our calendar. And then what happens is it's. Like I said, because you make a plan, like it's one thing to have um, a vision or a dream or a I wish I wish I had a good body or I wish I was healthy and strong, but you're not going to get it by wishing. You're going to get it by doing. So what we want to do is make an, uh, uh, put in your schedule. And then, like I said, just show up. And even if you're tired, maybe you just walk around twice that day, or maybe you get in a fourth day, but that's what I help them with, with setting goals that aren't, because a lot of times people go crazy and they go, I'm going to the gym every day for two hours. Meanwhile, they haven't worked out in 10 years, but yeah, they're going to, yeah. that, that's how you usually New Year's resolutions start out. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. eat, eat all vegetables and I'm going to do this and I'm going to go to the gym two hours a day. And you know, that's why people are crash not successful burn. because they crash. Yeah. It's too much. It's the cause yeah, it's of stress and that's worse for your health. So I'm like, listen, you know, <laughs> let's break yeah, it you're down. You're saying, no, Sheila, you're saying, all right, well there, doggy. How about if you just start by drinking water? You know, yeah, it's really. We're, and I don't mean that in in a joking way. I mean that seriously. It's true. Don't go to the gym two hours a week because guess what? You're not going to sustain that. Can you just drink a gallon of water, or, or you know, a half a gallon of water a day? Right. Start with that. And right. oh, if you drink no water, how about if you just drink one twenty-one liter bottle a day to start with? You know, That's right. everybody wants change, but you have to break it down into those little bite-sized steps. Yeah, um, I just I love everything you're saying. You're you're like, oh my god, get get out of my head because it's funny. What I teach on the corporate side with sales and service and coaching and it's all about teaching someone a new skill, whatever that is in in the professional world, right? Um, huh. Being more effective on on the telephone, consulting with clients, right? So, but if I'm terrified of talking on the phone, I go, well, well, this is what you say. No, right. I make you call a customer that you know, and I go, just have a conversation about the weather and what's new in their life. Forget about business. Just have a conversation on the phone. So if right. once they get comfortable on the phone, then you say, now start to talk to that customer that you're really friendly with and ask them questions about business stuff. And then you, right. go, you go from there. So again, it's like drink the water before you start working out <laughs> two hours a day. Let's take well, one more quick break. And yep. then we have about um we have about thirteen minutes. And I just want you to talk about some of the things you do to shift the mindset. And mm-hmm. again, if people are thinking, Oh, I like I like what she's saying um, again, even if they live a distance, you could do telephone and Skype. But how frequently, uh, based on their schedule, do you meet? It's stuff like that. So let's kind of wrap up to help people sure. find a health coach or how they can um, use you if, if possible, okay? Yep, great. Awesome. A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back. 
We are in the last segment of our conversation with Sheila Peeler, um, our little health coach over here, giving us all this awesome little information that is going to change our lives. So talk to me about that, you know, changing the mindset and the habits to sustain change and, again, breaking it down into little things. Um, Mm -hmm. If people really, really are busy, busy, and they Mm -hmm. say, oh, meeting once a week, or how am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. How do you you make it work for the client? Um, Okay. So, again, just like everything is very individualized, um, we can talk on the phone. and then I can basically take, like even if you're driving, I can take email notes, what we decide on, and then email it to the clients so that they have oh. it on paper. Um, oh. And then, you know, we can meet in person. I also, just as another note, sometimes people like to do things, in, like if they have a small group of friends and want to kind of embark on changing some habits, even if it's like meeting in somebody's kitchen and we have a session there and we we play around with some recipes and I, I actually show them how to, you know, maybe set up their, their, um, do a planning and preparing workshop at their house. I'm kind of flexible with doing all different things. So if there's, if anybody has a desire to learn something or change something and it has to do with health and wellness, reach out and see if we can work something out, whether, um, like I said, if it's a group or it's individualized, um, I do shop, I've shopped with um, clients at Whole Foods or health food cool. stores to navigate to show like like you said before Connie in the beginning about learning is like a lot of it well we were discussing it how we need to visually see things sometimes it's really easy sure. to get told do this do that but when you're actually yes. in the store I had a client tell me one time and it was hysterical she's like you need to warn people before you send them into Whole Foods because she said I was like a fish out of water you know, like everybody knew what they were doing. Well, she felt like that. Her perception was everybody else knew where, where everything was but her. So oh. she was kind of like floundering. So that's what gave me the idea, too, of doing some shopping um, with clients um, and making that part of a session time. Um, because, you know, it's true, Sheila, because mm-hmm. telling someone what to do and showing them is drastically different. Yeah, yeah. I, I just made – I actually did a video last night because I'm starting to build up my videos. This has been my – my everything's been in my um, head or written down, but um, yes, I did yes. a video last night of how I make my kale salad, which is like oh. famous. Everybody, I'll be happy to share the recipe with everybody. I can, um, I'll shoot me an email and I'll send it to you. But I actually did it. My mom got a food processor. I have a food processor, and I always make this kale salad. And she's always saying, "I have to get a food processor and make that." And then I've given her the recipe. She's. I, I'm not even joking. This is my own mother. I talk to her every day. She says, can you give me that recipe again? I mean, I know you've said it to me before, but I need it like, I just don't know how to do it. And this is a very simple recipe. So I was at her house yesterday, and she, we, we christened the new um, food processor by making the first kale salad. And I did it like almost like a demonstration for her and my sister. And this is what we did do. We have all the ingredients. It? Yes, I did. So oh, it's on my wow. phone. I guess I can, um, I just have to. Put it on. Maybe I'll put it on my Facebook. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, so, so that everybody can get, everybody can link. Yeah, this is a really good go-to, go-to recipe, so I will cool. actually do that. Um, but so visually, like going through the store, picking up the items, showing them what to look for, showing them what things not to that aren't, you know, supporting their health goals. And, again, like I said, everybody's different. If somebody's trying to actually just – get healthy and they don't have any particular fat release goals, um, then they might be eating some different things than maybe somebody that wants to release fat. So, again, it's very individualized. I work with, um, you know, groups or with individuals. I could do it on the phone and we could do it in person. So there's a lot of options. Maybe it's just a consult. We discuss it during the consultation. Um, And usually I like to work with people over a a certain longer period of time for sustainable results. Sometimes that doesn't work for people, so we we try to individualize it and work it out. Um, And I like like your idea of the group because don't they say if you do it with a partner or you're committed with friends, you don't want to let others down? We can let ourselves down very easily, but it's harder to let, you know. So I love that idea with the group and the cooking. Mm -hmm. Very, very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Now, I have have another question for you. Um, Typical time frame that you find 
kind of consistently happen when you start working with people. Mm -hmm. When do you find that all of a sudden they get it and you see that the the change is it's sustaining. It's, it's mm. happening over and over. Is it in six months? Is it in five weeks? What What is that typical? You know, the, that the, the foundation, the, the basic program that I work with, or the outline, is basically six months. Okay. But honestly, there's times when I, I, somebody, kind of just needs some tweaking, yep. and maybe some redirection or some motivation. Um, but has like, and maybe that person gets it after a few sessions. Um, But generally speaking, like going through six, you know, every other week for six months is a great standard. Uh, But like I said, that's adjustable. Um, I see people making great changes, right? I just had a client, I met with a client yesterday that I'm working with and um, she wanted to see me every week because that just worked for her and it gave her that motivation to check in. Accountability. Um, it was probably accountability. accountability for sure. Yeah. yeah. And she's really, I mean, in, let's see, one, really it's been only about three, four weeks, like since we, she kind of just started with like a change with um, some, some changes that we set into place as goals. And, it's already like things completely have shifted in terms wow. of her, how she's looking at food, like, wow. you know, making decisions, almost like even not just planning like like the food for the week uh, to bring to work or whatever that is, but even like a mindset when you go out with your friends. Sure. Like, okay, well, I'm going to this restaurant and almost looking at the menu ahead of time and kind of like, okay, what fits into my my plan that is supporting my goals and what can I order so that I feel empowered and you feel like you're not like going to the restaurant not knowing what's on the menu and then maybe sure. making a decision ahead of time like, okay, I'm going to have one glass of wine versus sure. two or maybe I'm not going to have any. Not because you can't, but because you decide that that's, that's not working for your goals. So remember that it's always, I'm always working with people. Like some people are very, like say, I'm not willing to give this up or that up or I'm not. And I might explain that that might take longer or why that might not be a good decision. But ultimately everybody makes their own decisions and it's not like, oh, you have to follow a a strict regimented program because that doesn't work. Yeah, choices. You have choices. Adding in, adding in more stuff too versus like I say, let's focus on, let's change our words. Like, so it's your mindset and also your words. Uh, I'm on a diet. I can't have cupcakes and I'm going to a party tonight or I can't have, um, you know, the ice cream and we're having ice cream cake for somebody's birthday. Instead of saying I can't say um, I'm not eating cake today because that's the decision I made because I'm, I'm in a fat burning state right now and I don't want to eat ice cream. Like you make it a decision that you are yeah. excited about. You own so, it. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we strayed from the question that you asked me, but no, that was, that was very good. And, and can you share, we have about four, four minutes left. I'd like to, do you have a client that was just really difficult? Not per se that mm-hmm. they were difficult, mm-hmm. but maybe they had so many issues that it was a long, long road for this particular person, if that's the case. And really how did you end up helping them and overcoming that, you know, uphill battle? Hmm. That's a, I have to think, (laughs) um, I have so many like interesting life-changing stories. Um, and again, they're not like anything that I, that was really earth shattering. That was the big change. It might've been that they implemented. I mean, I have one that client that I'm working with that's, there's a different, his situation, actually, he has um, chronic pain, he's on disability, he had um, a botched back surgery, and oh, he's dealing oh. with, like, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle, um, yeah, you know, from yeah. mental anguish, you know, feeling anxiety and depression because of that, and being in pain sure. a lot of time, and then added to it because of that, it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg, but sure. he ended up gaining a lot of weight because of that because of the inactivity and then the, the, the depression. So we're kind of like doing baby steps. And then also I'm just going to give an example, like he's smoking too. So uh, he, we really 
there were so many things to tackle, and it's very easy to say, oh, quit smoking, change your diet, start wow. moving your body. Well, that's too much. That's too overwhelming yeah. and stressful. So, again, we started really basic with him, and water was one of them. He was very dehydrated. And wow. I actually um, amazingly like got this amazing text from him out of nowhere uh, a couple weeks after we started, and he was like, um, I can't believe how the water alone has basically changed my life. Wow. His joy, his pain was less. He, um, he's already, he's released about 15 pounds. Wow. Um, yeah, he's done really well. I mean, he's got a, nice. a quite a significant amount of weight to lose, but he's, we set some things like going to the gym and he loves to swim and swimming oh. something good for him. So he was beating himself up because he's like, well, I should be going and going on the equipment and I should be getting the trainer to show me how to use it. And I'm like, wait, swimming is working for you, right? It feels good. You're moving your body. Let's just commit to that. Um, so anyway, he's, he's now regularly swimming, going to the gym, not feeling guilty about not doing the other stuff while he goes to the gym. Um, sure, he's drinking water. Is a great exercise. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. he's taking in some nutrients that we, he was a little uh, deficient in, some um, basic supplementation. He added in more vegetables. So an example like that, so he's doing really well, and he has changed. I saw his mom actually at Whole Foods, and she gave me a big kiss and said, thank you so much for all you've done. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I just, I just partnered with them. But it's the people that are changing, and it, yeah. it, it's so significant, just little things. So he was a big, um, I'd say, uh, big success story so far. Yeah. And again, he's still in his journey. Um, sure. But I've helped some families, too. Um, I'll give you this quick story because this is a really good one. I worked with a family a few years ago. Um, I was helping a woman and then her friend. We were at the beach, and she, her and her daughter approached me and said, help, I'm addicted to sugar. Mm. And they were, they were laughing, but they were serious. I'm, like, addicted to sugar, and I want to lose 10 pounds, and I'd like to lose 10 pounds, and, you know, can you help us? So I basically went to their home and I did a, a five-day like reset that I do with some clients to get them kind of their sugar stabilized so that we can start adding in the right food. And it, again, I don't do it with everybody, but it works for uh, really well for some people. Mm -hmm. So they did it, the husband, wife, and daughter who is in her 20s. And they they did it together, and then I went back over there, and we kind of transitioned, and I talked about some foods that were good ideas for, you know, dinner, and it it really didn't work with them that long. Like, I just kind of directed them, and I was um, – I consulted with them, and, and they were able to they, But this is the best. The, the the husband was the biggest factor. He lost 25 pounds. That was two and a half wow. years ago, and he's kept it off. But wow. this was the best thing. He wasn't feeling well. He was he felt tired all the time. Well, he worked really hard. He got up at four o'clock in the morning. So his wife said to me, and in tears, told me this, and I had no idea that this was even this happened mm -hmm. until after it happened. But um, she said, you know, my husband um, said to me, I hope, I, I only want to live till I'm 60 or 65 because I just don't feel good. Oh, wow. I'm tired. He would come home from work. He worked like from four in the morning till whenever, very successful, would take a nap, um, would eat and go to sleep. And he didn't eat wow. much, actually, believe it or not. He wasn't eating wow. much. He was, he was dehydrated. He actually asked wow. me after the five days, he says, is it possible that we can overdrink water when we're not drinking wine? Like, because he didn't drink wine that week. <laughs> and it oh, was wow. like, is it possible to overdrink water? So anyway, do you know after they got on their kind of routine of taking um, some basic nutritionals and uh, changing some, just tweaking some of the things that they were eating, drinking more water, adding in one of the um, a shake instead of um, something else for a meal. She said to me, her husband came to her and said, "I think I want to live into my 90s. I've never felt better." <laughs> and she said, she, "Like awesome? it, it was life changing. Like that yeah. to me is That's awesome. I have chills because when you feel bad, you don't feel good." Yeah. Then you don't. Yeah. It's very difficult. You can't so enjoy your life. Yeah. So it's your true. health is like so crucial in every aspect in your happiness. It's true. It's it affects it's your so relationships. True. It affects yeah. your ability to make money, and yeah. it affects um, 
your it will it affects obviously your health. So your health and is your linked happiness to too. the to everything. Yeah. You can have a billion dollars, but if you feel yeah. horrible, who yeah, cares? Worthless. Yeah, it's true. So we are out of time, believe it or not. Oh. And yes, I know, right? It goes fast. Everybody it goes so fast. That. Like what? Well, that was an hour. I'll just say one thing and my favorite thing would be to say is that if you feel like you don't have enough time to be healthy, because that's the biggest going back to that other question. The sure. biggest objection is time, whether they want to, they don't want to go exercise or, or walk or uh, go shopping or prepare food or meet with me, then make time to be, um, you're going to have to schedule time and to be sick because yeah, what the investment well you put into your health now True. Yeah. is every, it's preventative. You won't, yeah. you'll feel True. better. You won't get sick because when you True. get sick, that's really expensive yeah. and yeah, that's a right. real time. Yeah, and then you're that really have fills to your time. That in. Yeah, mm-hmm. well said, well said. All right, so you guys, I hope you all took notes. Um, I hope that you all are excited to get healthy and sexy for the beach. Uh, don't look for the quick fix again. It's all about building blocks, uh, the small on top of the uh, top of the small good habit that creates sustainable change over the long haul. And I love what Sheila said: show up. So ha- habits are all about showing up. If you'd like to explore this with Sheila further, her website is www.bninj, again, victornancyindigonancyjohn.com, or you can call her directly, 732-936-8688, or, of course, go to her email at Sheila at vninj.com. Dot com. Uh, Sheila, thank you again for being on the show. I hope everybody took some notes. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Connie, and I hope everybody is their sexy, vibrant self, too. Yes, I <laughs> find yeah. Right. That's what we wish for all. I yeah. hope you guys will all join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change and realize that maybe change is easier and more possible um, than we oftentimes think. Um, thank you again, my awesome guest, Sheila, for being on the show, for your insights and info. Uh, thank you all for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Remember, go out and drink more water. Just do that this week. Thanks, and have a wonderful, exciting, and healthy week. Be well. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can change.